Juliana, you sure have some gumption showing up here. Define gumption. I just wanted a strong intro. I love that. Well, you're going to have to bleep this out. You can bleep out the name, but then I'm going to tell you the nickname that me and Carson came up with for is Cardiff. Like England, Cardiff. So if I'm ever on the pod and I mention Cardiff, I'm talking about Sorry for making so much work for you right there with all the bleeps. I'm just not going to include that. No, you have to. The girlianas have to know that I have a crush. (laughs) What would you say? Okay, so you're on the phone. Yeah. Gun up to you. You're on the phone and you have to sound normal or they're going to shoot you. What do you say to me for me to know that something is wrong? Or wait, we could do it for each other. Okay. Juliana, what you would say is something like, I'm just looking for a man with a good personality. He doesn't have to be rich. Okay. And then you would say, I just measured myself. I'm 5'8". And I'd say someone has this man drawn and quartered. Juliana, you'd say, I'm thinking of selling all my jewelry. I'd say, Andrew, I woke up today and I just realized I I don't think I need any more purses. <laughs> Juliana, I'm not going to watch the Oscars this year. I nailed you on that one. Andrew, I think I'm over Matthew Gray Goobler. That'd be crazy. I'd know. I'd say, no, you'd say, Juliana, you know what I hated at Baylor? The Thanksgiving feast. You know it. I'd get on a plane. You'd say, you'd say, Andrew, you know who my least favorite professor was at Baylor? Guilherme Fetosa Almeida. And you know, I was literally at gunpoint. I I know. That man's got guts. You know who else has guts? Olivia Rodrigo. What do you think about this new album? Haven't even listened to it. Listeners, before we started recording, she asked me to set her up with that question. And so I said, oh, I'll find a way. I don't think anyone that I interacted with will listen to this, but I was so fake at a rehearsal the other day because someone was like, oh my gosh, Olivia Rodriguez's new album. And I was like, oh my gosh, girl, groundbreaking. And they're like, you're telling me I haven't listened to one fucking thing except for Vampire and uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Yes, I know that he's my ex. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Central. Speaking <laughs> of uh-oh, Central. Uh-oh, Eastern. <laughs> Get this man a fucking Oscar. That was good. That oh, was good. Oscar for a joke? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they did that. Maybe I can host. <laughs> An Oscar for a joke? Yeah. Have you heard of... Um... Chris Rock? not the headline being chris got rocked that was a crazy headline and if it wasn't a headline what a misstep because that's an iconic headline we will we will rock you that would have been another good headline that's a good headline i was just gonna say speaking of headlines taylor swift um literally has outsold every other amc release because she is coming out with her movie other than endgame 
No, she outsold Endgame in Mexico. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know globally, but in Mexico at least. Do you Taylor only look Swift. at Taylor Swift statistics in Mexico? No, it just came on my Instagram. <laughs> and I don't even know why I was getting that notification. Here's what I have to say. And I don't want to offend. You're not going to offend me. Just our listeners. I'm more scared of Taylor Swift fans than I am Trump supporters. Because they would do anything for that woman. It is true. And I'll admit, when I got the email from AMC that she was coming out with a movie, I literally just got in the queue to buy tickets. I didn't know what the movie was about. I didn't know... And it was just so on impulse and that it scared me a little bit. I wonder if she knows the power she holds because her fan base is crazy. She could say something at a concert. That's like everyone go out and buy a gun right now. And every, we would be, out, we would be out of guns. If Taylor Swift told me to buy a gun, I'd buy a gun. Do you have to have a license to buy a gun? I think it depends on what state you're in. Isn't that the problem? Yes. Yes. You've, you've reached it. You've discovered that you've got the code. Okay. No, but I I would. If Taylor said sell your car right now, I think I'd sell my car. You know, have you seen, I've seen it on Twitter, but maybe it's on Instagram too. It's an old man who goes to the pub with his old friends every week and he writes an agenda of things to talk about. No, you haven't. And his daughter takes a photo of it every week and posts it online. And it is the most endearing thing because he like puts timestamps and he'll be like the new carburetor. I just got 15 minutes. Like he wants, like he wants to time the conversation as well. He just has so many things that he wants the group to get through. That's so cute. And I think it's so cute. And I feel like we should do that. Yeah, I'm down to do that. Next up on the list, Olivia Rodrigo's album. One minute of time allotted. Okay, then how about crushes? Let's go through our crushes. Two minutes. Okay, okay, okay. I frankly have zero crushes right now, and I'm really happy about that. Same. <laughs> no, you have chartreuse. You have you have cardamom. You have Cardiff. Who's chartreuse? I, no, I was trying to think of the word you used for this person. Cardiff, yeah. Cardiff. I got there. I don't even know why I'm listening. Like, here's the thing. I think a, I think that a nickname is necessary if you think that they will be listening to the podcast. Yeah. I could say this person's name probably a million trillion times. And let me tell you, they are not listening to the podcast. They don't even – I've never checked if someone looks at my Instagram stories. I've never noticed like, oh, like so-and-so like viewed my story. I don't give a shit. But I check every single one of my Instagram stories now and they are never on there. They never view it. Let me tell you, if they checked their Instagram stories – You'd be the at the top. I mean, come on. You'd be heart met. I'm going to San Francisco. When? November 1st. For what reason? The weekend of November 1st. For Chital's birthday. Have you been to San Francisco before? Oh, yeah. Well, enjoy it again. <laughs> that got so business formal. <laughs> it really did. I plan on enjoying it. I think we're ready to start the podcast. I feel loose. 
I'm okay. Then let's get some words. Perfect. Perfect is the word, ladies and gentlemen. It's not responding to the word. Shit. Not responding. Said the word response. You have to keep that in. That's so I'm embarrassing. That out. That's so no, that's so embarrassing. Chicken. Okay. I was responding to the word. <laughs> Stop. And then bold. The alibi is chicken. The witness is bold. The witness is bold and the location is perfect. Whoa, I like these just open-ended descriptors. Me too. It's kind of fun. We'll see if we can if we'll see if we're up to the challenge, but I like them. All right. Wait, really quick. What did you think of Olivia Rodrigo's album? <laughs> Should I listen to it? You answered that question with your own facial expressions. No, I didn't. I didn't make a, a question. I didn't make a question. <laughs> yeah, you you were responding with your face. Andrew, when I ask you what the most perfect vacation is, what would you say? The enchanted forest, of course. Just think about it. Just think about it. You've got magical growing pumpkins at spooky season, so those are perfect. You have a beautiful constructed tower. You have babbling brooks. You have talking animals. You have a little bit of excitement with some witches here and there. Tell me more. I think I've told you enough. Have you seen Into the Woods? That's a, that's a less than perfect forest. There was a wolf in there. People were trapped. Are you talking about the forests? No, they make it they make it perfect by the end. Yeah, there's a lot of tragedy that happens, but then they have a found family and they create their own perfect, beautiful little life together. That kind of reminds me of this story. <laughs> you and me are found family creating a perfect little life together. I just mean the story of this crime. Oh, oh. yes, found family is a big theme in this crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That enchanted forest you were saying really reminds me of one of my favorite forests that I've ever visited. And I think this might've been the one you were referencing because of how perfect it was. Um, but I am immediately brought to the Redwood forest right outside of San Francisco. You didn't see the witches. You know what? I didn't, didn't but I, the magic. I felt the magic. I just didn't see the witches. That's maybe good. And that's because ever since the ending of Into the Woods, they've vanquished all the witches and all the giants and all the wolves. <laughs> that was part of Biden's plan, right? He did that in early 2020. And so now, yeah, yeah. Juliana, here's what I'm sensing from you, that you don't believe in magic. I do, but it's hard to believe in magic when you hear the first part of this story because of how dark it is. Well, then you didn't read to the end. And that's what they always say. If you stopped watching Into the Woods in the middle, you'd think everything was perfect hunky-dory. But then at the end, it gets even more perfect. Well, <laughs> maybe that wasn't a great example. The point is, you can't, you can't make judgments only only half-assing something 
So true. So anyways, the enchanted redwood forest. Enchanting. Let's say enchanting redwood floor forest. When I visited, it was enchanted. You like Taylor Swift. That's a Taylor Swift song. I do. Right? I was about to say it was enchanting to go. It was enchanted. Yeah, I was enchanted to meet you. So. Yeah. Okay. So enchanted is a word that Taylor likes. So I think you should like it too. So I have a I have a new goal in this podcast now. The original goal was to tell our listeners about this crime that happened. Our my new goal is to make Juliana believe in magic. You know that song, Do You Believe in Magic? I always shout vehemently, no, when it comes on. It's very distracting. You know what I think will help you believe? Please tell me. I've got a special guest that is going to be popping onto this Zoom call in just a second. Andrew, I can't wait. Are they magic? You want to guess who it is? A witch? No, the witches were vanquished. How many times do I have to say that? So this takes place after 2022? 21? Yes. Oh, this is recent. Yeah. This is last year. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. who Who's the guest? Remember, we were talking about found family. Yes. It's um. Little Red Riding Hood. Oh. And mm-hmm. you'll never guess this. The Wolf. Wow. They're both guests on today's podcast. About to. I told them. I told them to jump on at eight um, Eastern. Okay. So they should be on any minute now. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the chipmunk from Enchanted was going to be here. You know that would have been. I'll reach out to them for a future episode. I have a killer impression. Let's hear it while we're waiting. Okay. Apple, it's good. Thank you. You remember our Teletubby episode? I do. That sounded a lot like Tinky Winky. Yeah, but that actually sounds like the chipmunk from Enchanted. <laughs> oh, wait. Little Red's joining. Let me let me let her in. Little Red. Hi. Oh, my God. It's so good to be on here with y'all. Hey, Little Red. How are you? I'm... Oh, my God. God, thanks for asking. I'm so good. I'm just so excited to be on this podcast. Um, Red Wolfie's on the way. Yeah, before he gets here, I just have a couple of questions for you. Um, what have you been up to since the incident? Well, I've been doing a lot of meditation. I've been cutting down a lot of trees. Not the redwoods. Those are federally protected. I've been prepping for winter. I've been baking and eating a lot of bread. And here's what's beautiful. Oh, actually, sorry to interrupt. Um, the wolf, Wolfie is in the waiting room. I'm letting him in right now, too. Right. Yeah. Hey, Wolfie. Hi, Lil Red. We're actually in the same house. We're just we're in separate rooms. I can kind of hear his voice in the other room. Hey, Little Red, how are you? Why are you asking me? You just saw me two minutes ago. Ask the other guests. I don't know. You just popped up on my screen. I want to check in on you. Thank you guys so much for for um, coming in. So here's what I need y'all, y'all, y'all's help with. We do need to talk about this murder, but... We do. 
but also we have a magic naysayer on this podcast and it's not me. No way. Juliana doesn't believe in magic? No, I don't. I don't believe in magic. Oh, we're going to change your mind, sister. You don't believe in magic? That's, that's bonkers. Does your world feel sad and limited? No, Little Red, thank you for asking. My world doesn't feel sad and limited. It actually feels real. Well, here's the biggest magic of it all. And I was going to save this till the end as like the, the final the final thing. But I'm going to say it now because I think it might sway you. The wolf and I were sworn enemies. But now look at us. We're roommates. The power and magic of love has brought us together. Also, that's a talking wolf. How do you not believe in magic? There's a talking wolf on your Zoom screen. I don't know. It just looks like it just looks like a guy in a wolf costume to me. I'm gonna go to the other room and yank on his face. Ow! 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 Little words, stop it! Stop it! I have to prove it! I have to prove magic's real! No, you don't! Sorry, Wolfie! No, put the claws away! Put the claws away! Wow, Little Red, that was pretty bold of you. I'm still so unimpressed. As a magic naysayer, my thoughts and feelings have not changed. You sound like a right bitch. Whoa! Whoa see, wolfie. I, I, I wolfie. Why would I even... Bad Wolfie! Don't make me get out the spray. The water spray. Can right. we just get on with the crime? Can we just yeah, do yeah, the yeah. crime now? I think I think if by telling the story, I think at the end Juliana will believe. I better. You better. Is that a threat? Wealthy, wealthy, why don't you start? Start on that. Start what happened on Tuesday. Last year. You know the Tuesday. How could I forget? I was walking through the forest. My own stomping grounds. The enchanted forest, if you will. And, uh... That's enough, Lil Red. They get the picture. It's a very perfect place. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's something in my throat. Lil Red, has anyone ever told you you sound like the chicks from White Chicks? I just watched that movie for the first time. It's so funny. Laugh out loud, am I right? You, know, you could never make that movie today. See, I find that magic. I find those movies magic. So you are a believer. Just in the magic of movies. Wolfie, we're getting there. We got something. Okay, back to Tuesday. Little Red, can you just let me tell my story? Okay, I said, I threw it back to you. That was a kind and respectful thing to do. Okay, go off. Anyway, perfect day as any. And I come across three dead bodies. And I know I didn't put them there. Because I'm a vegetarian now. That's another love changes people. See, Juliana, he used to he he used to eat grandmothers, but not. I anymore. was vegetarian for a year. I, it's not magic. It's just good for the environment. That's right. It is good for the environment. It is. Thank you so much for saying that. No one ever, no one ever appreciates my sacrifice. But that's why I think I don't want to speak for you, Wolfie. But I think that's why you were so 
scared about these bodies because they were the three little pigs. Three others you know really well. They were, they were. We were in a fraternity together. They were, they were not only my, my pigs, they were my brothers, you know, at that point. We had really bonded. Uh, Fred, John, and Cash. Cash always had a joke to tell. He liked to say, you can cash me if you can, Wolfie. Like his name, Cash, but like, catch, you know. I get it. I get there it. Was magic, there was magic in that friendship. Hey, I get it, Wolfie. I was, in, I was a tri-delt. I was, a, I was in a sorority. Tri-delt, everyone else has. Okay, thanks. Very mature. Uh, back to the, um, the murders. So you, you came across Fred, John, and Cash, and they're your brothers. How did you feel? Right. Immediately, I felt sick to my stomach. Uh, immediately, I was just... I, I lost some magic that day. I really I really did. Um, and then mother had been dead for years. So I think the second thought that I thought to myself was at least they're reunited. Um, How beautiful, Ruby. In a, in a house that I can't blow down, you know. I wish I could blow the gates of heaven down and get my brothers out, but I couldn't. I have tears in my eyes. That was so beautiful. What a beautiful tribute. Right. So then I went on and questioned and Lil Red, that's where you came in. You came and helped me. Yeah, we, you, not, we knocked on every door. You ran right back to the house and you told me everything that happened. And so we decided to go knocking door to door asking for people's alibis. Little Red, I have a question. Yeah. How did you forgive Wolfie for eating your grandmother? How are y'all now roommates? I don't want to take away from the story, but I just... That's kind of a, I just, I don't, I don't get how you could be friends with someone that did that. Well, actually, if you'll remember the musical, the wolf in the end does eat my grandmother and then my grandmother cuts her way out. Unfortunately, that was Wolfie's brother. Pedro. Yes. Pedro was always a little bit more violent than his brother. His and- name was Pedro Bundy. Petro Bundy. I still have his skin and I wear it sometimes around the house. Twinning. Wolfie has a great sense of humor about it. But I think once Wolfie saw, and I don't want to speak for you, so Wolfie can speak up if he wants to, but I think once you saw that violence only begets violence, you said this generational cycle has to be broken. In so many ways or less, yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Andrew, I wish we could get over our past grievances that easily. That's true, but your sister has never cut my grandmother up. No, she hasn't. And let me tell you, she never would. Thanks, Gio. Shout out, Gio. Shout out, Gio. So we go around to these houses. Right. And we start with Cinderella. What a bitch. Wolfie's never liked Cinderella, but I don't have any any problems with her. She never went out with me. Okay, there it is. I always asked her if it was the fur, and she always said no. But then she ended up dating a, a, a bald man, so I think it was the fur. Prince Charming wears a toupee. Does she know that? Probably not. Probably. Probably. Or probably. 
Anyways, They've seen each other naked. <laughs> wish that was me. For Cinderella? No, I wish I could see Prince Charming naked. He's really honky. Oh, he's bald. I wouldn't be looking up there. Little Red. Little Red. Take the girl out of the wolf, but you can't take the wolf out of the girl. Rawr! Okay. Now I'm going to bring us back on track. Um, so y'all actually did some really wonderful investigative reporting. And you, right. were, rec- you were recording all of these interviews and you spliced them together really nicely. So do we just want to like play these back-to-back interviews you did with, with the Enchanted Forest Redwood member? Right. We can. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella, we know it was you. What? Did you kill the three little pigs? No, I was singing. Prove it. Ah. And everyone knows you can't do a bad thing when you sing. That's true, and I think I do remember hearing that noise about an hour ago. Your husband's bold. Next! Pinocchio, open up! Pinocchio, open up and show your face. Your bloody face. What? Pinocchio, have you been lying? Did you kill the three little pigs, my brothers? Fred, John, and Cash? You know. You can know by my nose. Then say it. I didn't kill the pigs. See? He's telling the truth. I saw Next. Next house. Excuse me. Excuse me. Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah? You're notoriously a, a weird person. Did you kill my brothers? <laughs> oh, brothers are what your brothers do. Where were you yesterday? Smoking one and getting another. Okay. I believe you. Me too. Bye, Jimmy, then you're weird. I wish you'd move out of the forest. There's so much magic here. Shut up. Next. And then this is when things got really suspicious. I'm going to have to pause the tapes. So we went over to, uh, you know, the rooster from the animated movie. Moana. From Moana. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he's non-verbal, so you can't really, you don't really know what he's saying or thinking. But sometimes he spells things on the floor with his seed. You mean with his beak? Yeah, he uses his beak to arrange the seeds into letters. What did you think I meant? I'm just an innocent little girl. Anyway, I and my brother, before we were, before I was vegetarian, I had ate a ton of his family. And so I thought that maybe he had taken revenge on me because he knew how close I was to my brothers. But unfortunately, his alibi was rock solid. He was hanging out with the chickens. What a cock. Good one. That was good, Wolfie. So anyways, we kind of went back to the house. We were a little bit defeated. Downtrodden. Upset. Forlorn. Dismayed. But then, 
we heard a swift tap on the door. And we opened it up, and you'll never guess who it was. It was the other pig family. The ones who go to the market and have roast beef. All five of them were at the door. And they were scary because they heard we were investigating. And I think they, they knew we were on to them. They wanted to help at first. They were so bold in saying, oh, we saw who did it. We saw who did it. We know who it was. And we were like, okay, spit it out. But they talk at, they talk at one word at a time. So they take times talking. Wolfie, did we think to record that part? I have that tape. Let's play it. Well, I saw four bullies running two away. They couldn't get there quick enough. They looked a lot. Sorry, that's two words. <laughs> then they started to get really angry. <laughs> they they dropped the ruse at that point and they started they they admitted to it. They said it was us and we're going to come after you next because you corrected us. Of course that took a lot longer because they were saying it one word at a time. It was maddening because they were trying to be threatening, but they really weren't. It was just it was just a lot of one-word threats that didn't amount to anything unless you strung them all together. Yeah. Any, anyways, we got. I think we're, our time's running out, so we got to wrap this up. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit, but it, um, this is this is one of the longest interview portions we've ever done on this show. No, but then we went over to Sherlock Holmes's house, and we told him everything we knew. Oh, and he busted those piggies and they went wee, wee, wee all the way home. Yeah, basically, he got them on a couple of charges, murder, tax evasion, and you wouldn't believe it. They were actually, they were actually in charge of Nikes. They were in charge of all of Nikes. <laughs> Illegal factories. <laughs> oh, they were you horrible. Should have, you should have said that before I made a joke. <laughs> That's not something to joke about. They were horrible pigs. They were horrible pigs, and they wanted to kill the the three little pigs because they wanted to be the best piggies in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, and they had taken the three blind mice captive. We set them free. Of course, they didn't know. I think that is the funniest thing that I have ever heard on this podcast, Little Red. Wait, I see a sparkle in your eye. <laughs> that joke was magical. Yes! We did it! That joke made me believe not only in magic, but in love. Wolfie, did you hear that? That is damn right beautiful, that is. Okay. It's such an emotional day. Ask me if I believe in magic in song. Do you believe in magic? Yes, I do. You're not going to sing it back? No, I don't believe in song just yet. 
Catch us on the next episode. We'll be back. We'll be back, vibes. I cannot believe how transformed this episode has left me. To the podcast haters out there, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but lives have been changed today. To the podcast haters, thank you for choosing our podcast to hate on. And as long as you leave us a five-star review, you can hate as much as you want. Crime is not just in the real world. And we learned that today. Even though the real world is where our crime did take place. The Redwood Forest in San Francisco. Thanks, Caroline Munsell, for your music as always. Pinocchio, take us out. This has been a production? You're right. It has been a production. Sorry, I was about to say that I loved this podcast. But then my nose would have grown. So you're the hater. Pinocchio, shut the hell up and get off our podcast. How'd you even get in the Zoom room? I'd be more impressed if she could sing her songs live. She can. Not all of them. What are you referring to? Her vampire. She tried to sing vampire and it sounded like a vampire was sucking on her vocal cords. (laughs) Put that in the New York Times. I have seen. Put that in the New York Times. I have seen um, her tiny desk concert that she does in the DMV and she slays it. Okay. Well, put that in the New York Times. That's going to be my catchphrase. Say it again. That's going to be my catchphrase for the rest of my life.